0: Welcome to Inside Markets, presented by Jackson Square Capital. Today is Monday, October second, 2023. The information provided was compiled intraday. U.S. equities are mostly lower after a weak close on Friday resulted in the S&P 500 closing down 4.9% for the month of September. Growth sectors outperform while utilities and energy are downside standouts. Discover Financial is the top-performing stock in the S&P 500 after a better-than-feared regulatory update late on Friday. Insulet, NVIDIA, Zscaler, and Datadog benefit from sell-side upgrades, while shares of Tesla recover from worse levels after missing Q3 deliveries. Banks are notably weak as investors express caution into next Friday's start of Q3 earnings season. Treasury yields are higher with the 10-year backing up to 4.67%. The dollar is firmer versus major currencies, with the dollar index back at year-to-date highs. Gold is down more than 1% on dollar strength, and crude oil is lower for a third straight session. Manufacturing ISM for September was a net positive, with stronger growth and weaker inflation read-throughs. The headline number increased 1.4 month-over-month to 49, on improved new orders, while the prices paid component fell 4.6 points to 42.8. Bond markets ignore the downtick in prices paid and sell off as the higher headline number increases risk of higher for longer rates. Services ISM is due this Wednesday, but market participants are far more interested in weekly jobs figures, including the August JOLTS report tomorrow and the September jobs report on Friday. Next week brings the September CPI print on Thursday and the start of Q3 earnings season on Friday. The Fed's Powell, Harker, Barr, and Williams are all scheduled to speak today, followed by six more officials this week. Reports cover the surprise passage of a continuing resolution to avert a government shutdown. A government shutdown was never much of a concern from a market perspective, and the resolution only keeps the government funded through November 17th. China official NBS manufacturing and services PMIs beat expectations, although overall levels remain modest and Shaishan PMIs fell short. China new home prices were up slightly in September, and the boj Tonkin confidence survey came in better than expected. Early investors in small businesses can exclude up to $10 million in gains from taxation. At Jackson Square Capital, we work to help investors take advantage of their qualified small business stock or QSBS exclusion. Email hello at jacksonsquarecap.com to learn more. U.S. equity markets will struggle to advance as rising bond yields will threaten valuation multiples, present a near-term drag on growth, and increase the risk of dislocation in funding markets. The three-month-long rise in bond yields hasn't come from fundamental sources, as inflation breakeven yields remain little changed over the period. Increased Treasury issuance is playing a factor, but the recent backup seems primarily based on a tendency for 10-year yields to converge with terminal Fed rate expectations at the end of a hiking cycle. If this dynamic continues in the near term, we should expect 10-year yields to rise above 5% this quarter and keep pressure on equity markets. The market cap weighted S&P 500 looks relatively resilient when you compare it to the more cyclically sensitive Russell 2000. The Russell 2000 was one of the first major U.S. indices to form a bearish distribution pattern back in late July and has already broken down. The equal weight S&P 500 looks very similar to the Russell 2000, with both indices threatening to make new year-to-date lows in the days ahead. The Stoxx 50 and the Philadelphia Semiconductor Index are two other cyclically sensitive indices that have formed similar bearish distribution patterns. For the moment, both indices are holding above lows from last week. A break to new lows would likely correspond with the S&P 500 testing the 4200 bullish inflection area from early June. With the S&P 500 now in oversold territory, a break below 4200 depends on rising resilient equity volatility. The CBOE Volatility Index currently sits at 18, with levels north of 22 increasing the likelihood for the S&P 500 to break below 4,200. Ultimately, we expect the S&P 500 will break below 4,100 in Q4 as the index begins to price for a recession sometime in 2024. Thanks for listening to Inside Markets. If you enjoyed today's podcast, Please leave us a five-star rating and consider sharing inside markets with someone who would find our insights beneficial. Investment advisory services are offered through Jackson Square Capital, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. This material is intended for informational purposes only. It should not be construed as legal or tax advice and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified attorney or tax advisor. This information is not an offer or solicitation to buy or sell securities. The information contained may have been compiled from third-party sources and is believed to be reliable.